0: Hello, and welcome to another fabulous episode of uh, Pitch and I am your host, I am Mark, and this is my lovely co-host, Jacob. How are you doing today, Jacob? I'm doing good. Tell our listeners what they're in, for, in store for if they've never listened
1: to us. Well, we're going to talk about movies, two things we enjoy immensely. A and lot. <laughs> we'll also... And uh, industrial pumps. Yeah, yeah we we, yeah, we're going to do a pitching show about industrial pups. But we talk about movies, a lot of other stuff, too, that we can watch visually, like TV and things. And then at the end of the episode, one of us always pitches a movie. Or it doesn't have to be a movie. It can be an industrial pub. It does. It <laughs> could be a play. It could be, yeah. It could be a rap musical. It's, but it's always it's been a movie. It's funny. I've never thought about doing that. I, I, maybe I'm not that creative because I... I think you and I are just (laughs) movie-centric. We are, yeah. We've had
0: uh, our guest, uh, our special guest, uh, James Riley. Yeah. uh, Who's going to be joining us again soon. Oh, yeah. He pitched a TV show. Mm -hmm. And it was really good. And I pitched a TV show in real life. Yep. Oh, that's right. You did, Mark. I did. If you'd like to hear about that, make sure you like and subscribe. Get to the golden pitch. Yep. How many how many listeners do we need for the golden pitch? 100 mil, fifty million, fifty million. One hundred million. We're doubling it.
1: <laughs> fifty million. Uh,
0: we want every human being on the planet to uh, subscribe. <laughs> Plus one, every Plus one. <laughs> one, uh, one additional person. Uh, so anyway, yes, we are uh, pitch intense. This is the podcast where two friends get together. Uh, we talk about movies, we talk about movies we like, movies we've seen, movies, sometimes movies we didn't like. Yeah, that happens from time to not time. Not often. We, <laughs> we, we like, like most. Yeah, yeah, we like movies. And then, the icing on the cake, one of us pitches a movie to the other one and we have to decide to green light it or not. <laughs> and you are in the hot seat this I, week. I am. How's that seat? Uh, it it's, it
1: feels alright.
0: Does uh, it feel alright? It's. Do you think it's going to get hotter the closer you get to it? I think so. I think you're going to be sweating it.
1: Yeah. So uh,
0: we always start off the same way. Yep. We discuss what uh, anything we've seen recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, do you want to talk about your week? Anything happened in the week outside of movies
1: that you wanted me to tell? I was busy. Well, we had you're, a rid of that now. What? Oh, I'm not. No, not a yep. dad. <laughs> oh,
0: you did. You got rid of it.
1: huh? Oh, well, no, I've never had one. Oh, okay. Makes <laughs> it sound really sad when I say it that way. <laughs> I've never had a baby either. So. But but I'm I'm glad. I don't think I. I'd be nervous to be a dad. It'd be like everybody
0: gets nervous. That's to be true. A
1: dad. That's probably normal.
0: Yeah, I think that's normal.
1: But we did a radiothon where I work, and it went it went really good. But it was just busy. It was it, yeah. yeah. And what were you raising money for? For Variety Me? the Children's Charity. No, sorry, Mark, not this uh. time. Uh, Variety the Children's Charity. They have this thing called the Compassion Fund and it goes to help kids and families in the hospital you know with like the extra stuff like gas and bills and nice. things like that. That's really nice. Yeah, it's a good charity and it it was it went at like really good. It's just one of those things it's it's a couple of the hardest days you work but I think it's also a couple of the most rewarding,
0: you know. Yeah, good for you. Well, I kind of worked a uh, similar week cuz I had a stressful week cuz we do I work with adults with special mm-hmm. needs and we went to we we did caroling to our donors. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so we go to like our donors, so we bring them all in, and they let them they do some Christmas caroling for them. Yeah, and they planned it one day. The first one started at ten in the morning. Uh huh. The second one started at like noon. Oh, so when you're done, it's like ten thirty. It takes about a half hour to get everybody in there, mm-hmm. get them song, get all the songs sung. You take some pictures, talk to people, and then. Back out in the bay. It takes about half an hour. Yeah. So we had like an hour and a half to kill. So we went downtown. We took our lunches and we went to Starbucks. Uh Uh-huh. And we got hot chocolates for everybody. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So all our clients got hot chocolates. Well, four of them were done. And so I asked. And they decided to sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. To the, uh, to the people working at uh, Starbucks that day. <laughs> so there's a video of my clients singing Rudolph to all the Starbucks people. Really? Yeah, it was really cool. Like, That
1: is cool. Yeah,
0: they like loved it. Everybody seemed to have a great time. So it was a great
1: day. Yeah, I love it,
0: Mark. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, so yeah, it, the same thing. It's been kind of stressful because it's like... I got to round ball up. Yeah. And, and some, but these, they have been so great. My clients have behaved so well. Oh, good. That they actually took the stress off. I was like in kind of a bad mood this week. It uh-huh. just being around them just makes me happy. And oh, awesome. Yeah. So we had a great time. It was so fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will tell you a story that happened to me off this that I think you'll laugh, but I don't think we want it on here right now, but I have a story for you later. Oh, okay, Mark. And if you guys want to hear the story, follow our Patreon. (laughs) I'll put it on our Patreon.
1: That's a really good push. I like it. Oh, boy,
0: you'll laugh. (laughs) (laughs) It, It was embarrassing.
1: I can't wait to hear it, Mark.
0: Anyway... I'm going to do that for real. <laughs> uh, Andy knows what happened. I had to call Andy, my brother. Really? Yeah, I'd tell him, like, oh, you don't believe what just happened to me. <laughs> anyway, uh, I got to see a movie this weekend. I finally made it back to theaters.
1: It's awesome, Mark. Yes, it's I been know. a while.
0: I, we, I think you and I were planning on seeing a bunch of them. Like, we never saw Thanksgiving. No. We never saw, uh, I think we wanted to see Silent Night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that but one, I think true. the holidays just kind of got us busy. We never got out to any
1: of this yeah. stuff. I kind of want to see poor things just to see what it is. I'm sort of interested in that one. It's getting great reviews and yeah, getting nominated for everything. So I'm sure it's it's probably well done. I think it's weird probably too, but I am excited. I'm interested to see it. Yeah, it looks weird. Yeah, I like Emma Stone a lot, and you know, in everything she's in, like it's amazing, like how like far she's come to. Like you look at, she's back in like Bad and Zombieland. Yeah, and now she's like in these Oscar winning movies.
0: Oh, she was always a great actress. Yeah, oh, definitely. I did not like the Amazing Spider-Man movies, but I loved her. Oh, she's great. Like, she was... For all their flaws, and they were very flawed... Her and Andrew Garfield, they had so much chemistry.
1: They could almost be romantic comedies, those movies. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it
0: would be, I, I, seriously, it would be like, that's the only time where I'd be like, this would be a better movie without Spider-Man. Uh-huh. It should just be these two. <laughs> yeah, They were like, it would just. I just liked seeing them together. And a lot of it was her, her yeah. charisma and how good she is. But um, is she British?
1: Emma Stone? No, she's not. She's no. American. She does play a British person, I think, in uh, that new one. Um, little I, poor thing. yeah right? I almost said A, which I really love EZA I've never it, seen oh, EZA A is great
0: so I did see Godzilla minus one yeah uh, I'm still not sure what that means apparently they say it means something to do with the destruction of the bombs from the city oh really so because yeah there's a lot of like rebuilding after World War II mm-hmm. it takes place during World War II like right after World yeah. War. I didn't realize that so it takes place during like the 40s uh huh uh, so it's like a remake of the original one, almost. Oh, okay. Uh, and I'm not even, it was f- seriously phenomenal. Really? That's this, what I keep hearing. This, I'm not a Godzilla guy. Uh-huh. It was like I said, I was in a bad mood this week, and I needed to get out of my place. Yeah. So I called our friend Corey. Him and I were talking about going to see it, so I just said, hey, do you want to go? And he said, yeah. So I went and picked him up, and I was blown away by the story, by oh. the... I, not not even exaggerating. If if Godzilla was not in this movie, it would still be just as good. Really, that's the stuff Whoa. that is going on without
1: Godzilla. That's like, impressive.
0: Yeah, it, it's almost like I would have almost liked to have seen it without it because of what they were talking about and dealing with. And I don't oh. want to tell you and give
1: it away. Yeah,
0: but it was just so like I, I've never thought about this before. Really? Um, it, it, it the whole the whole crux of it is it deals with the value of human life yeah and and kind of like during that during the wartime mm-hmm. and, and stuff and I was just blown away with how good this was oh so Jacob I I would I don't I seriously it, it could have been close to in my top
1: five movies uh, yeah you're not and I'm not I've a Godzilla, Godzilla guy really yeah I, I know Marvel. Well, I heard read something this week that somebody said On Twitter, they're like, if you're a Jurassic Park fan, you're going to like this movie of the original. No, if
0: you're a good movie fan. Really? Just in general? Yeah, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, they made a Godzilla movie, and then somebody just like, what if, hey, what if it was a Godzilla movie... But also like an Academy Award nominated like drama at the same time, and it was done really well. Yeah, and you're like, 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 it's the most ridiculous. Like when you say it like that, you're like, there's this sounds crazy and stupid, but it all makes sense in the movie. But it was so good. (laughs) Like I'm I was floored by it. Really, and I'll tell you one thing: Godzilla's devast was devastating. Really, I heard he was scary in it. He is super mean. Really. Yeah, it was kind of cool seeing him as like the straight-up villain again. Yeah. Because, you know, nowadays... He kind of
1: bounces back and forth. And, yeah, uh,
0: he's he's always sort of like a force, but it's like they always use him. Yeah. Um. I, I cannot stress enough how much I liked it.
1: Oh, man, Mark. Now I'm getting excited.
0: I uh, Seriously, if you have a chance to go see it, I well, would go see it. Okay. Okay. Um, it is all dubbed. no, it's subtitled, so that's all I that's all right. yeah, yeah. No, I just would that that's why I wanted to go see it. I was like, man, if I watch this at home, I'm not it's gonna, gonna be hear, hard to
1: focus. I'm yet. not gonna give it
0: its attention in a subtitled movie. You have to give attention mm-hmm. to because you know then you'll start not hear what they're saying. But man, I loved it.
1: Oh Mark, I can't I gotta see it now. The part with the water mines, mm-hmm. it was Crazy. Really? There's something
0: that happens that's so cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I recommend it. Oh, man. It's not going to be in my top five. I think I know what my top five is. By the way, if you are listening, we are planning our end of the year show. Yep. Where we're going to talk about all of our favorite movies, TV shows. It's going to be fun. I think even books and all that. So, yeah. I've, I've, I've been working on my list. I think mm-hmm. i figured it out. So...
1: I my think... book list is going to be like a top one because I don't read very much. So. <laughs> I had a lot. I
0: was able to go, but
1: it was I also... can't wait to hear yours because you're always. I always want to read more when you talk to me about books you've read. <laughs> so you're like Levar Burton. <laughs>
0: I am. Well, he's on my list.
1: Yeah. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, because I put podcasts on there too. Oh, I... yeah. So if you get it, Godzilla minus one, is phenomenal. Like okay. seriously phenomenal. Uh, I was floored by it godzilla looks terrifying the effects look amazing Mm -hmm. the story's great i I really like i just liked everything about it
1: i i am gonna see it i feel stupid now for being like i don't know if i want to see it you know well yeah i would i felt the same way yeah i i i have a passing interest in godzilla Uh, i'm the same way like
0: yeah when the american movies come out like i'll see that Uh, i've gotten some comic books I have no interest in really going back and watching all the original ones. Uh-huh. Like I'm not gonna. I, I just don't. I just don't care enough. Yeah, there's a lot of them too. There I is. Guess, um, you know? I have watched the original one. Original. Really? Yeah, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, great movie though.
1: I can't Ooh. wait, Mark.
0: What about you? Did you see anything recently?
1: I, I, I watched a few things on streaming over the weekend. Um, uh, I watched. Do you know the guys? From SNL, the Please Don't Destroy guys. Oh, yeah, their movie? Yeah, I watched Conan it. O'Brien. Conan O'Brien was in it. Conan O'Brien's really good in it. The movie's just okay. Yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed because I kind of wanted it to go full crazy, like some of their sketches do. And it doesn't always, there's some parts that do, but the whole movie doesn't, unfortunately. So I just, I kind of wanted it to do that more, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know?
0: Like, that's where you're there.
1: But I like those guys a lot, and they have good chemistry. They're funny, you know. And it was good to see Conan O'Brien, and there's a couple other cameos in it that are pretty fun, too. Are all three of them children of SNL writers? Yeah, or producers. Like, the one guy I know is a son of the dude on Jimmy Fallon, who's, like, the co-host dude, the Higgins guy. Yeah. He's the son. You can tell. He looks just like him, you know. And then the other two are, like, they are, like, sons of producers, too. Like, I'm just
0: curious if, like, they grew up together. Like, maybe that's why they they got this chemistry and... Because uh, it's mean,
1: very natural, Mark. They do feel like good Well, friends.
0: I mean, well, if that, it's also, if, like, your, your parents have made a career out of this. uh uh-huh. Like, is Jim Downey one of their dads? Yeah. Yeah, he's another yeah, one. Yeah, like, yep, Jim yep. Downey's considered one of the best SNL writers. I mean, it's the same thing with, like, when uh, Eugene Levy's son mm-hmm. was blowing up. And it's like, well, I'm not surprised. Yeah. You, you're, your dad's Eugene Levy, and you're... You're probably around Katherine O'Hara all the time. Two comedy icons. It's like, of course, you're going to blow up. And he's like, very funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's of like course. Dad, yeah. You know? it's so I need to watch it. I have not watched it yet. I've been meaning to. It's I've been,
1: worth watching for some funny moments.
0: I've been so into Christmas movies. I've just been watching Christmas movies. No,
1: no, I get that. And speaking of Christmas movies, I watched Eddie Murphy's latest movie. Oh, the one Wes destroyed last week. Yeah, I didn't. I I can't say I disliked it. I'm kind of a sucker for Eddie Murphy, no matter what. It was okay. It's not great, but I, I am glad I saw it. And they did some things in it I didn't know was going to happen. I love Eddie Murphy. I do, too. He's just, you know, he kind of brings you back nostalgic, Yeah. Too, and and there's this thing in it where, like, the, the 12 days of Christmas because of this de- evil decoration he gets, they're all, like, attacking him. So like there's these bur- these geese that keep bothering him, you know, the geese. that's interesting. And I didn't know it was gonna happen. I really liked that aspect of it. And there was this thing where he keeps getting like these random phone calls throughout it, and it's like this guy on the other end just like hassling him, you know, and doing like these dumb jokes. And then I was like, Why is that happening? And then like there's one of the golden
0: the, rings. Th-
1: no, it wasn't the golden rings. Oh. They had to collect the golden rings to stop it all. Oh. But but the, the person calling were were the the calling birds. And they were... I thought that was really funny. But there's a few things in it like that. And then Nick Offerman's in the movie too. Yeah. But I didn't realize it until the end because... I realized saying by saying it? this... No, he's not saying... Yeah. He's... He, so there's these tin characters that are trapped because Eddie Murphy makes a deal with this evil elf. And they are these people that have been trapped because they made deals with the evil elf in the past. And they're like these little tin man characters and tin woman, you know. They live in a Christmas village in her place. And... He's talking with like a weird British accent. And Nick Offerman's not British. I've heard him talk in yeah. interviews. So I think that threw me off. But then at the end... They get turned back... Sorry, this is a spoiler, but it's kind of obvious it's going to happen. They get turned back into real people. What? You know, and Nick Offerman is that guy, and I'm like, what? That was him the whole time? It's just kind of funny, and and it was funny because he grew out a beard for it, and he did look like the Tin Man guy, but it was like, oh, I didn't realize that was him. I love Nick Offerman. I do, too, and he's good in it, and what happens with his character is really sweet at the end. It kind of gives you the Christmas feel, so... I liked it more than Wes, I think. I I, yeah. I didn't mind it. And then the other movie I saw, I actually really liked, yeah. was the new animated movie on Netflix. I streamed stuff all Leo. weekend. Leo. Oh, I want to watch it. Loved it. It was so sweet. Bill Burr's in it as well, yeah. along with Adam Sandler. And, and then Robert Smigel wrote it. Oh, really? Yeah, he was just oh. on
0: Conan talking about it. And like I didn't realize that. Yeah, Eric. let's go back to the SNL people. Yeah, yeah they, I want to watch it. So once I heard that, I was mm-hmm. like, now I'm really interested
1: well, it's a really sweet movie. That's I what can tell you that, yeah. Oh, I want to see it. And Leo is like this old. Well, no, he's he's not an iguana. He's a lizard of some kind. And he he he's like, oh, I'm really old and I haven't done anything with my life. So it, as he goes home to with these kids, is like because they have to take him home for like a weekend, you know, to yeah. take care of him. He starts talking to them and they can hear him. And he starts helping them with their problems, and he does it with each one of them. And with each kid, he's like, "Hey, don't tell anybody else about this." You're the only one I can hear, and he says that to every kid. It's really, it was really good. I, I and there's songs in it too. I didn't know it was a musical, but the songs are pretty good too. Oh, and I'm interested. It's it's a good movie, Mark. So I want to see it. I, I streamed a lot this weekend, but that was all the movies I saw. So so I have some news I got to tell us. Yeah, uh, this is gonna make me look like an idiot. What's that, Mark?
0: You remember last week where we talked about Infinite Crisis, the DC movie? All right, it would be yeah, only. Mm-hmm. It's not. Oh, I oh. I was able to pre-order the DVD this week or the
1: Blu-ray. Well, I saw, see why you thought that though.
0: Yeah, I, did I you don't watch
1: think. The... No, but no, but the way you described it, I mean, it makes sense the way the things are going.
0: But anyway, yeah, that was I wasted everybody's time, so I'm sorry.
1: No, I think that's a good point
0: because I don't think
1: we're far away from that. I mean, yeah, I hate I to say that, it, yeah. but I I
0: really don't like the streaming service. Like, uh-uh. like if I don't have Netflix, I can't see Leo.
1: That's true, yeah. You know,
0: and I, 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 am up for if I have to buy him or rent him, I'm I'm fine with paying for the movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't want to support
1: every streaming service uh, all the time. Oh, and that's another one. I was like, why didn't they release that in the theaters before? You know, I don't. were not they just made more money? You know, like I don't uh, get it.
0: Who knows? So before we move on, we do want to talk about uh, new trailers. Oh, there's a few out there, Mark. Uh, I missed the. I'll let you talk about Beverly Hills Cop because I have not seen it
1: yet. I have another one I want to talk about, too. Okay. You,
0: okay.
1: And, and another one that we both saw. Yo, that That's the one I want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we can start with that one, Mark. No, I want to build that up. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, I saw the trailer for Beverly Hills Cop 4, once again, Eddie Murphy. And apparently it's called Beverly Hills Axel F, going off Eddie Murphy's character's name. Which I don't, I don't... Why isn't it just called Beverly Hills Cop 4? I don't know. I kind of I, I hate when they do that. But yeah. anyway, uh, it looks really good. I love Does the it? trailer. Yeah, it looks really fresh. Have you liked them all? You know, I kind of do, actually. I don't
0: know that I've ever seen the third... I don't know if I've ever seen the second
1: one. The third one is kind of just Die Hard in an amusement park with Eddie Murphy. I know people hated it. I don't mind it. George Lucas is in it. Yeah, yeah, he is. He makes a cameo. The first one's the best one, though. Actually, Beverly Hills Cop 3 is actually a Lucasfilm film as well. Do you know that, Mark? I did not know. Te- technically it is. Yeah. Which is really funny. But this one looks cool. Um, Eddie Murphy looks like he's just back in the same role again doing his thing. But it looks like he's going back to Beverly Hills in it, so it looks like he's been away. You mm. know, he's back, maybe back to Detroit. But all the other cast is in it, you know, as well as like um, Paul Reiser returns, Judge Reinhold, Judge Reinhold, and that that other guy that was in Midnight Run in that movie. Um, I think his name's John Ashton. I'd
0: have to see him.
1: He he he's in was the first Bronson Beverly Hills Show in I think he. I think so. Yeah. Is he in it? I I don't know if he was in the trailer. If he was, so I'd have to look again, yeah. but. But it was it was a very it was a good trailer a lot of good action looks funny and I'm excited it, it made me excited it is a Netflix movie and this is another one it's like you got to release that in theaters you know it's the fourth Beverly Hills Cop movie. yeah I don't know if they will but it's coming out summer 2024 so we'll see
0: I, I think they only do that if it's like a, a movie they want for
1: uh, awards. awards yeah I think there's still a rule that has to play theatrically well Beverly Hills Cop. Eddie Murphy, best actor. It's true. There you go. <laughs> it's
0: too bad they didn't want Leo to be best uh, animated movie. They could put that in theaters. I
1: know they could. It could Unless, have been I a don't contention. know. Those, maybe those
0: rules aren't. That that's how it was a while ago. Yeah. I don't, they they might be changed. It might know.
1: have changed after the pandemic, actually, because I remember that really. I remember that year they had to nominate some streaming. Movies.
0: Yeah, it's like, uh, uh yeah, what? What can we best picture? Call of the Wilder, Sonic Two. <laughs> yeah. Those
1: are our options. <laughs> I like, called, I like both. The I like both I do too, but I don't think either one would win best <laughs> The picture. Academy wouldn't like it. Yeah. But uh, the other trailer Mark, though. Wait, let me tell you one.
0: Well, okay, maybe it's the same one. What is it? Or uh I saw when we saw I had not heard anything about this. This is uh we saw it before Godzilla. Okay. It's called ISS. I
1: don't think I've heard about that one.
0: So, what it is is it's uh, an, an international space station manned by both uh american astronauts and russian astronauts oh that sounds good and while they're up there war breaks out between the two countries whoa and they begin getting messages from the earth uh-huh. to the americans to take up command of the sta- space station really and eventually they're like well if, we, if we're getting this from our government what is their government saying and so it's, like, this astronaut thing where, like, the two groups are pitted against each mm-hmm. other. It looked really cool. That sounds good. I am so excited. Like, when I was watching those previews, I was like, holy crap. Like, I've never... It was just, like, it was so cool. They are like, looking out at Earth. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, you just see like, it looks like the Earth just lights on fire. They're like, what's going on? And it really? just keeps happening. Yeah, because you can just tell, like, stuff's getting bombed everywhere. And then that they start getting these messages. Oh. Uh, I, I don't have much beyond that, but it's called ISS, and it's coming out. I just pulled it up real quick because I actually remembered I want to talk to you about it, but it's coming up, I guess, I don't know, soon. Uh, I'm interested in seeing it already, Mark. It, it, dude, you got to see the preview. I like, can't I don't think I'm giving it justice. It looks really good. January nineteenth. Okay. So next month. I hope
1: it's a good January
0: movie. It, I hope so too.
1: It looked good. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. But the other movie uh, before we get to the big one that's going to win Best Picture in twenty twenty-five <laughs> um, uh, was If, starring Ryan Reynolds oh, and directed saw, by I John didn't see Krasinski. The movie,
0: but I saw something about that. Yeah. It
1: looks really sweet. Um, and it looks very different than A uh, Quiet Place, which is the other John Krasinski films. Um, it looks more heartfelt and more like a kid's comedy kind of. Yeah. But I really dug the vibe of it. And I remember they said, like, oh, this is like a Pixar movie come to life. And it did. Like a live action kind of. It felt like that. Mm. And um, it's basically like all these like imaginary friends from people's life. They come to life. And There's they're, they're two in the movies world. with
0: imaginary friends coming out. Really? Yeah, there was another one um, called Imaginary.
1: Oh. Where it's like a Bloomhouse horror movie. Oh right, yeah. yeah, that's weird. And uh, this one also, somebody, one of my friends on Instagram pointed out, kind of reminds me of Foster Home for Imaginary Friends. I was gonna say that. I've been love about it. I wonder if
0: that'll like get a revival or a push for Fosters now.
1: They should do it, Mark.
0: Good old Blue and I always liked the one that was like sounded like um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, <laughs> and he looked like he was drawn by a kid, so it's like one arm was way longer Uh-oh. than the other. That's why I like that show. Is like they just look like little kids designed them.
1: It needs a revival. Uh, that was a fun show. It was, and it was sweet. But if looks, it looks good, Mark. I'll check. I've ch- not seen the preview on that yet. And then, yeah, that imaginary one. I heard about that one too. That one looks kind of wild.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so the big one this week, the big news.
1: Are we ready? Ooh, I think so. It's pretty big. The <laughs> Kung
0: Fu Panda four pre- preview st- dropped. Yep. And I am not joking and I meant this unironically I one time said at a party Kung <laughs> Fu Panda was the greatest movie trilogy ever made and I, I wasn't like joking I really believed that but I might good. still so this is a high bar for yeah. me <laughs> Because I don't think people understand how much I was blown away by that second one. <laughs>
1: the second one's incredible.
0: The second one is incredible. Uh, it's so dark. It's like weird how dark and serious mm-hmm. it gets.
1: Uh, this DreamWorks with doing that with that and How to Train Your Dragon. Like, I don't like, know. We got to make this one really <laughs> it intense. It is. Uh, <laughs> uh, I there's stuff
0: about this that kind of I'm not
1: thrilled about,
0: but I, I we'll see. So. Well,
1: well, is, is I think I might know one of them. What? Tell What? Is it Aquafina? No, I don't have a problem. With okay, I wonder because some people online didn't like that, but I, I think couldn't even she's tell who perfect. she voiced.
0: I, didn't, I couldn't even tell her voice.
1: Well, well she's. I think she's going to end up becoming the new Dragon Warrior from the way she was that little character falling around Poe in it. Oh, like the one that was the criminal. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I think she's going to be the new Dragon Warrior because she has a lot in common with Jack Black because I think she's really good at playing somebody who's funny, but she can also have this like. More serious side to her. The thing I didn't think...
0: The, the He had those like little kid characters. Oh, they were in it,
1: yeah. They, yeah. they
0: were in it a lot. And I'm like, uh, this feels like it's been done. Like I've seen this before. And that
1: was probably my least favorite part. Yeah, I know.
0: I mean, I'm sure little kids will like that. I guess that's your demographic, mm-hmm. so... That's fine. I'm not going to get all angry about it. But... Uh, that was my big...
1: Plus, there's no Furious 5. The, I guess they're in it, but they're not in it a lot. The director said they're, they're yeah, not are Because gone. it's like... You like, like you get, grabbed a bunch of big
0: movie stars. Yeah. Really Imagine like, how much are you gonna pay them to come back and say one line. Oh, I know. Like Seth Rogen and
1: <laughs> Angelina Chan. Jolie. Yeah, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Angelina, you're like, why am I here? This cost you twenty million dollars for me to stand in this little cube. <laughs> that's a good point, like, Mark. Uh, that's Lucy Liu. Yep. Yep. David Cross. I mean, it was just like, why did you even like? <laughs> Why do you, for such minor characters yeah so, well, so let me ask you this is, is, who's voicing Shifu is it Dustin it's Hoffman it's still Dustin
1: Hoffman I looked at the cast okay
0: yeah because yeah, he had kind of a controversy there for a while so. yeah
1: and plus he's getting he's getting up there I mean in age yeah. yeah but
0: I I didn't know if they were like oh we'll just recast him
1: nope he's still there and then um uh and uh Vi- Viola Davis is the new villain the chameleon. chameleon I like that and Ian McShane's returning as mm-hmm. Ty Lung, which is really cool so. I wonder if we'll get a
0: surprise with Gary Ullman and uh, J.K. Uh, Simmons. That's what I'm
1: hoping, Mark. That would be good. I, they got to do that, don't
0: they? I've always thought it would be cool to bring Shifu back mm-hmm. and have, not Shifu, but Tai <laughs> Lung back and have to team up with Je, uh, with Poe. Uh-huh.
1: His dad's in it. Both his dads are. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So wait, so Brian Cranston's back? Yeah, yeah. He's back and so is uh, James Hong as... Uh, that that is such
0: a cast I know it's so big they're a Kung Fu Panda movie they're great movies you know what reminds me of do you remember the Mars Attacks yeah yeah. if you just read off the cast and didn't know what movie it was there was no way you'd go oh that's Mars Attacks like it's like Glenn Close uh, Jack (laughs) Jack Nicholson Jack Black
1: (laughs) Michael J. Fox Iron Short Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Uh, I mean, if you say what's his name, the singer, um, Tom well, yeah, Jones. Oh, yeah. what's you get to do uh,
0: Danny DeVito's in it. You're like, what? Like, is this a serious drama? No, it's about Martians who, <laughs> whose head explode to country music. I don't know why it has a cast like that. <laughs> it's such a good Pierce movie. Brosnan's in it? <laughs> oh, and Tim Burton directed it. Yeah. Well, then that would be like, oh, that's <laughs> such a weird. I love that movie, but it's it is so, so weird. Uh, Okay, so it is the holiday season. It's Christmas season in this house. We do Christmas, but it's holidays everywhere, which is cool. Um, So anyway, each week we have been doing something different. The first week we had James. We talked about our favorite Christmas TV episodes. Oh, yeah. The last week it was our favorite Christmas movies. Yep. This week it's our favorite Christmas specials. So what we decided is to make it a TV special... It cannot be part of a larger series. So pretty much anything that's, you know, if, if, if as long as it wasn't an episode of a TV show, that does not consider it a special, I guess. This okay. Pretty straightforward, really. I don't really have to explain it that much.
1: Yeah, my last one, it's not really an ongoing. Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get okay. To it. I think it was a little bit of a cheat. But we'll get to it. It's my favorite all-time one, though, so.
0: Do you want to go first or you want me to go?
1: You want to go, Mark?
0: I can go. Yeah, you can go. Uh my number 3 is going to be The Grinch. Dr. Seuss How the Grinch Stole Christmas with the uh, the animated mm-hmm. one. It's on my list too. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stop doing that. We really messed up last week. I won't tell you where it's at, but it's on my list. I love it. Uh, it makes me feel it's just it, it's not Christmas until I see it. Mm-hmm. Um the idea of breaking into people's houses and robbing them is <laughs> uh, it's such the Christmas spirit. It is. I do I know. I really do love the story. I love the fact this is why I do not like the live action. I've never seen the other animated Grinch movie. But it's, the reason I don't like the live action one is it had to change the message. Which is at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. he realizes this has nothing to do with all this stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It has everything to do with, you know, uh, being like, you know, there's something more to Christmas than just giving gifts. Yeah. And it like hanging up trees. There's It's bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And he learns that lesson. And of course, in the Jim Carrey one, they're all that's all, all bad the,
1: people. Yeah. Well, they're
0: all just focused on material. Yeah. Like that's. The, and I was like, well, if you have to change the message, then you failed. And that's my theory, <laughs> and that's why I love this. I like I like anything that's like, hey, maybe there's something more to Christmas. Yeah. So it's iconic, and that that's it is like my list It's it's I mean, you, you can't go through Even if I didn't watch it every year, you can't go anywhere and not at Christmas time and not see the uh-huh like he's synonymous with christmas almost to the level of santa at this point he is um so i love it i love yep that's my
1: number three well you're yeah, right it's crazy you'll just go into places and you'll see him you know it's it, it like just standing up or on a oh spine. there's a house down the street and it's like one of my it's like a minimalist christmas uh-huh. decoration
0: it's like they have one strand of lights and then it like coming down and he's like pulling them off oh really yeah it's so cool i love it it makes me laugh every time i see it but that
1: is really good but, uh, okay, so what's your number three? And so my number three is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> okay. And I just, I don't know what I can say about it. It hasn't been said. Just, it's probably one of the first, like, Christmas stories I ever knew, you know. And that original special is really amazingly animated. You know, it's got this style to it that even today they try to replicate sometimes, but you can't really capture it like you could back then, I don't think. i uh, It's just
0: special. I almost badminton. You did? Really? I watch it every year, and it wasn't until recently I was like, man, Santa's a huge jerk in this. You think so? I don't like Santa in it. <laughs> I watched think? it, yeah, I just watched it recently, and there's a part where Santa's like, um, it's, they go to, they, they put the the fake nose on Rudolph, uh-huh. and they go to the reindeer games, and then it comes off, and Santa sees it, and he's like, Donner, how could you? And it's like, what did he, <laughs> what did why are you being such a jerk? Like, Santa's like a huge jerk the whole time. Like, how, could you, he seems, how could
1: you reproduce?
0: Yeah, it's like when he first thinks, like, don't worry, Santa, we'll have it fixed by Christmas. Well, you better. And it's like, <laughs> what? It's like, he didn't
1: do anything. He was, Rudolph was born this way. Santa's not very accepting. And then, and then, and then, like
0: So Santa's, everybody's being a jerk to him,
1: including Santa
0: Claus. Uh, Rudolph runs away. Yeah. Uh, his girlfriend and his mom go out after him, and doesn't Donner like his dad? I think his dad ends up going too. Uh-huh. Rudolph comes back, and they're gone. And Santa's like, "They all left to look for you." And it's like, "Oh, now you're so high and mighty. You've been a jerk the whole time, and now you're rubbing it in his face." No, I hate. I don't. I don't like Santa in that movie. That ruins it for me. Like Santa's like Santa's the one person who's like oh, it's, that's who he is. We should accept him for that. Instead, yeah. he's like, oh, how could you let him do this? You let him t- take part in the games? I am disappointed in everybody. Uh, Santa, I don't like Santa in that movie. <laughs> Sorry. And then man. there's a flying... <laughs> and then there's a flying lion for some reason. Yep. And then there's a... Misfit toys irritate me. You have the one who shoots jelly. Yeah. So it's either a, it's because somebody put jelly in it. It's not the <laughs> t- gun's fault. Or b, the thing turns water to jelly, which sounds so <laughs> that sounds great. Nobody would not want that. It's like, well, I'm a Jack in the Box, but no, my name's Harold. Like just tell her <laughs> name's Jack. They're not gonna check your ID. <laughs>
1: Like, you really don't like it, Mark. It's just... it's and just... then there's an elf that wants to be a dentist. And oh, like him, Yeah,
0: <laughs> that, that really irritates. And then rip out all the abominable <laughs> snowman's teeth. Yeah. Well, I
1: really like it.
0: It's uh, I'm it. okay with you liking it. <laughs> okay,
1: thanks, Mark. I think mainly because it was one of the first ones I ever saw. And I watched that one growing up, but there was another version I watched that was, like, 2D animated. Mm-hmm. And it, it was made a long time later, probably in the 90s. And it had, like, Whoopi Goldberg was in it, and John Goodman. Oh, and, yeah. And John Goodman
0: was frosty in one yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, he
1: was in the Frosty Returns, yep. Yeah. And, um, but John Goodman in that played, like, a polar bear. They added some new characters to that one, by the mm-hmm. way. They, it was a little different than the original. But I liked that one a lot, too, when I was a kid. And I st- every once in a while, I still so watch it. See,
0: then you have the train with the square wheels? You bet that was Herbie. I bet that was Herbie.
1: It he was like, been. I
0: was not paying attention. And I put square wheels. Don't tell him it's my fault he's here. And then they give all the, they give all those out anyway. They so do. It's like some kid got a trade with square wheels. And he's like, great, thanks. I can't do anything with this. No, I just, uh, I'm glad you like it. Okay, thanks, no. My number two. Uh, I'm debating I'm going to go with the Peanuts Christmas special. That's a great one. Same thing as you. Uh, I, same thing it's what can I say about it? Mm-hmm. it hasn't been said a million times. It's uh, it's great. It's uh, iconic. Just, it's the same thing as Grinch where mm-hmm. he gets that little tree at the end. Yep. And they all badmouth him. They all <laughs> I've always said I'm 100% sure Charlie Brown grew up to be Jason Vor- or uh, to be up Michael Myers. Oh, from the Halloween movies. <laughs> 'Cause it's like they just constantly ridicule for no reason.
1: <laughs> it's like I feel sorry for him. You know he's gonna go too. crazy and snap one day. Well Lucy was always so mean to him. They're her. all mean to it's him. Like, why is she a psychiatrist? Yeah, I don't think she's licensed. <laughs> I don't think so either. I don't think that boy's ever been to medical school. <laughs> but anyway, I I like
0: the story. I like the end where they uh get together and they build the tree up. And it's like and then they realize, oh, maybe this is some, there's some there's some worth to this. It's amazing, Mark. Yeah, so that's my number two. I don't have a whole lot to add, but
1: my number two was Grinch. Oh, cool. Yep, yep, yep.
0: My number one, and you'll know this, Claymation Christmas Special. Yeah,
1: you showed me that.
0: Every year, I say it's not Christmas until I see two dinosaurs talking about the meaning of Christmas songs. <laughs> and debating what wassailing means. Uh, I love it. I loved it as a kid. I think it's just I do like Christmas music, and I like... Uh, and that's really all it is. it's, yeah. like, it's like music videos, claymation style. Um, the Three Kings song is always one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's sung by camels. You got Quasimodo <laughs> conducting uh, the bells, or mm-hmm. uh, Carol the bells, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then the California Raisins sing uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, they were awesome. Uh, I'd love it. It just it's 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 like a. It's like holiday comfort food. Uh Something you know you get to look forward to all year. And uh, it just makes me happy.
1: And I love that there's dinosaurs in it.
0: I don't know why they're dinosaurs. But it's great. Uh, Herb and... I can't Mm -hmm. remember their names, but... Such a great... It makes me want waffles every time I see it. Uh Uh-huh.
1: And then they have... I don't know. It's a great movie. That's my number one. Well, my number one actually is a little bit tied to today's pitch and the format of the special... And it's actually two specials, so but I like them both, and I kind of consider them together. But it's Mickey's Once and Twice Upon a Christmas. Oh, okay. And I don't know if you've ever seen those, Mark, but they each have like three vignettes in them, and their little stories. Kind of almost like Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, but it's Mickey Mouse Christmas, you know? Mm. And the first one has like Mickey and Minnie. Um, the first one's probably my favorite. as has Mickey and Minnie um, uh, when they both are trying to figure out what to get each other, and then they buy something it's like an old classic story where they buy a gift but they sold the thing they bought the gift for you know and it's a really sweet story yeah and then uh the middle one is max and goofy and them having christmas when max is a kid so obviously as a goofy movie fan i love that yeah and then there's one uh and that one is really cool because um it basically max is like getting to the age in it where he's he's a little bit of an older kid and he's not the same age as he is in the Goofy movie, so he's like a little younger. And he's like getting to the point where he doesn't believe in Santa anymore, you know. And Goofy like is trying to Goofy still believes in Santa. That's the really funny thing yeah. about it. And he's like, Maxie, you can't do this. And it's just a really sweet story. And then the third one is um uh Uh, uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, Donald Duck, and Uncle Scrooge. And Huey, Dewey, and Louie basically make a wish that they want every day to be Christmas, and it's like Groundhog Day, but with Christmas. I've actually seen... I remember, I don't know how I've
0: seen that one, but I have seen that one.
1: It's really good.
0: Yeah, and And, they get sick of it eventually. Yeah, they
1: do. They get tired of it. They're like... Because the same thing keeps happening, you know? Yeah. And they realize, maybe we don't want Christmas to happen every day. And the second one's kind of more... um, In the second one, they do have another Max and Goofy one that I love, where Max is actually an older, and he... He's, like, out of college and everything, and he brings a girl home. That's not Roxanne. It's some other girl. What? Yeah. For isn't Christmas. That, wait. Isn't that in your pitch? Oh, yeah. yeah that, you that, you they that up broke your up. Goof- yeah. yeah.
0: I know my Goofy lore. You do? Well, let me ask you this. Was Max made
1: for Goofy, uh, Goof Troop? I think so, yeah. Is he? I don't know if he was around before or not. He might have been. I don't know. I'd have to look into the history. I don't know that far back, I guess.
0: <laughs> so that's your favorite
1: one, is the Once Upon a Time? Those, I, I do you watch, watch it, them every year? I do, yeah. Have and you watched them yet this year? No, uh, they're on Disney+. Plus. And yeah. I I, I I own the first one on VHS, actually, as well. That's how I used to watch it all the time. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. So Speaking of that, so I went to Merle High
0: Mall this weekend. Uh-huh. And I was walking around, and I went to this record store. Yeah? They had... Bunch of old Christmas VHS tapes. I thought of oh, you. whoa. Yeah, and then I asked how much they were, and they're like, oh, it's $10. And I really regretted asking that because the guy was like, okay, your deal. Will give you 25% off, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was like
1: 50 cents. Like, yeah, yeah, that's how they are, like Goodwill and stuff. You ever yeah, so I was like <laughs> putting them
0: all back. Like, I didn't want to speak. Uh, it, was, it was a cool... You know what he had there? What? A bunch of old posters. Uh-huh. And I've realized, like, posters are a lost art. They are. They're amazing. You don't go into, like, a... Because there's, there's no record stores. or CD stores anymore. Uh-huh. And that's where the posters always were. Yeah. And they were in the back. And then you could just flip through them all,
1: and they're, they
0: don't exist anymore.
1: No, they aren't. And they're not as... The new ones, like even with movie posters, they aren't as cool as they used to be. No, nah, the they time. used to have
0: like the like the artists that yeah. would draw them all, and now it's just like a lot of photoshopped. It's always the faces and heads of movie stars.
1: Oh, by the way, did you see the poster for Madam Web? Yeah, one with all that's honestly, I think one of the worst ones like that I've seen, where yeah. their heads are all floating, and they all have like really like dull expressions, and it's just like. This is, and and the, the 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 tagline's really stupid. It's like her web connects them all. It's like what the heck? This is so dumb. It's like even they don't want to be yeah. in this. Movie. No, they don't. No, <laughs>
0: yeah, that's that's how movie posters are. Yeah. now you know, uh, it's like yeah. If you look back at the cool Star Wars ones, yeah. Back to the Future, Indiana Jones, where uh-huh. they they had somebody go through and like draw that, and yep. it's like this such a cool iconic poster. And now it's like something they Photoshop that anybody can make it in like yep. twenty minutes. It's sad, Mark. It does not. Yeah, it's just not the same. And my
1: favorite posters always the fan made ones I find online. Oh yeah, it's sort of like
0: the same thing where it's like, if ever I, I see cosplay, and it's somebody's like. There was a guy who they did uh, Apocalypse uh-huh. from the X Men, the X Men yeah. villain Apocalypse, and it was it was so cool. And this was about the same time that the X Men Apocalypse was coming out. And I'm like. Why didn't they just, like, um, <laughs> you have a billion-dollar budget and yeah. you can't look at, like, and then you have a school that did it for probably less than, you know, a couple hundred bucks mm-hmm. and it looks so much better than your movie. It's a uh, good point, Mark. I don't know, but anyway, we're getting off topic. Uh, are you ready for a pitch? I do. Is there anything you want to discuss before we get to the pitch? Anything else floating around in the brains? Um, I
1: can't think of anything, Mark. Okay. Uh, I'm ready when you're ready. Okay. You nervous? A little bit, because this one's kind of weird. It's out there a little bit. Um, I think you're going to like it. I just don't know about the audience. I hope it's not bus number five. No. I don't have bad news. <laughs> so, a little backstory on this. There's this song. I, I discovered this song via TikTok. And this girl, I don't remember her name, I'm sorry, but basically (laughs) she... Linda something, isn't it? Well, Linda something is the artist Ah, who cares. It doesn't matter. The lady who made the TikTok was, like, when I was a kid, I had all these... um, I had this Christmas CD that a family friend burnt for us, and the last song on the CD was, like, the worst Christmas song I've ever heard, and... She's like, you gotta look it up on YouTube. So I did out of curiosity, you know. I, was I like, remember this because you came over to my house oh. and you're
0: like, you have got to hear this. <laughs> yep. And you started playing the song, which is not not that you don't you never do it, but when uh-huh. people, it's one of my biggest pet peeves. Is like somebody's like, hold their phones, like you gotta see this. Yeah. And it's you like, gotta see. And then it's like this. This is
1: 15 minutes long. Yeah. Thankfully, it wasn't.
0: 15 no, minutes. it wasn't, and luckily. Luckily lived up to it because once it started going, I was like, "Whoa, what is happening?" And it doesn't start out too bad, but no, it it's a point. No, at first I was like, "I don't, I don't get it," yeah. and then you get to a point where you're like, "What?" <laughs> and then you got to the
1: end, you're like, "What?" <laughs> and it's
0: like everybody has to hear
1: this, and you should really go listen to it. It's called. Um, uh, it, Old Fashioned Christmas, if you just type that in, I think... Which has nothing to do with the song. No, it doesn't. Um, Let me see if I can find the artist real quick. I know it's like Old Fashioned Christmas. Linda Bennett, you're right, Mark, yep. And if you type in Old Fashioned Christmas, um, Linda Bennett, it'll come up on YouTube. But anyway, I'll tell you the story of this song. It starts out... You know, this family, mom and her kids are just having a good Christmas, getting ready. Mm-hmm. And anyway, they're waiting for their dad to come home. I think it's Christmas Eve, maybe. Yeah. And, you know, from work. And they're all excited about Christmas, all excited about presents and stuff. And then all of a sudden, this, like, news report. This is where the song gets weird. The news, There's this news report that comes on the radio. And it, like, flashes in and it makes this horrible sound on the song. And it says, hey, this bus number five <laughs> <laughs> bus number five out of what was what was the name of it bus number yeah, I mean, just uh, the bus number five out of this town I mean oh uh, yeah it was bus number five out of uh out of some New Haven that was it and anyway uh, bus number five is uh it got in an accident and they know their dad was on that bus so, obviously, there's all this worry. You know, you have this middle part of the song where everybody's nervous. What happened to the dad? And then another radio report comes on the song right before the third verse. Yeah. Saying, <laughs> saying that everybody died on the bus. <laughs> this is a Christmas song. Yeah, because nothing says Merry Christmas like a bus crash with <laughs> no survivors. And... And then, of course, the family starts thinking, "Oh no, our, you know, we lost our dad." And you, you have this really sad verse where this daughter's like, "I don't know what I'm gonna do. My dad's dead. You know, all that." And then, and then the dad rings the doorbell. He comes home.
0: <laughs> He's safe, you know. He missed his bus, so he had to take another one. Yep, yep. He was actually at his secret family.
1: He might have... They don't say that,
0: but Well, that's the... Uh, I think that's what's implied.
1: <laughs> it might as well be. I mean, they went so dark already. But anyway, he, he comes home, and they're all excited, and then it goes back in the happy course. It's gonna be an old-fashioned Christmas. But the thing is, people still died on the other bus, you know? Yeah. What about for the, everybody else on the other bus? Not for <laughs> them. Yeah. It's not gonna be a good old... Fa- but anyway, I decided to write a three-vignette Christmas special. <laughs> Kind of, kind of like Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, but using ideas from other movies and tying them into this song. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, so the first one, Mark, the first one you could probably guess it's Speed Meets Old Family. <laughs> so in this movie, Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock return as their characters from the first film, and they're now married. On Christmas Eve, they decide to hop on bus number five out of New Haven. <laughs> And they actually have avoided buses since the first film. I mean, naturally. I blame them. And Sandra Bullock has avoided boats since the events of Speed Two, but, be, but because I can't believe I wrote that. But this Christmas, but this Christmas Eve, their options, you know, they're limited. They're busy. They got to get across town to meet their family for dinner. But then a crazy guy played by Ben Foster is seen in a room where he has this device. Ben Foster's always the crazy guy. That's why I chose him. He's kind of like the new Dennis Hopper. I like Ben Foster. I do too, Mark. Yeah. Especially in uh, Hell or High Water. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And 310 to Yuma, he's really good. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. But you're right. He's always good at playing that guy. he got a weird... He's He's got got a weird weird typecast. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, um, just like in the first... So, anyway, just like in the first one, he's controlling the bus, and it could explode at any minute. This time... Along with the bus not being able to slow down, no one is allowed to stop singing Christmas carols.
0: (laughs) There's a lot of people that would be hell for. I know. There's a lot of people that hate Christmas carols.
1: They have to keep singing. Yeah. So Ben Foster announces this after he hacks into the driver's radio. You know, Ben Foster, he's mad. He's just tired of all this Christmas spirit. And plus, we find out that his dad... Was Dennis Hopper. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was The Grinch. Oh, no. I I know. I guess it could have been. But that would have been really, that would have been out there, Mark. I love it. So uh, basically, the movie kind of goes the same, you know. And then Keanu Reeves ends up singing to him and convincing him to not do this. He's able to turn off the bomb. What song does he sing? One he makes up. Oh. Yeah.
0: He breaks the rules a little bit. So is it a musical then?
1: kind of, it has to be Mark if they got to sing and not die. Yeah. yeah. So so I was thinking you could add in some fun carols in there, but I thought it'd be funny, <laughs> it's just really weird if maybe Ben Foster ended up coming with Keanu Reeves and said Bullock to their family's gathering, even after his dad tried to kill him and he did too. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it be nice. But it's a nice Christmas ending. It's a Christmas ending. movie. Yep. And then my second one is Narnia Old Fashioned Christmas. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of this one, actually. So this time, there are these kids the, from the song there at home. And this time, they're, both their parents are supposedly on bus number five at New Haven. So they're home alone. Um, the kids hear what happens so on the So it's right. also a home alone new fashion. It, it kind of is. That's actually was my first idea, and I kind of combined it. Is, there, are, is, the, is the bus number five the Wet bandits <laughs> Nope, no, nope. oh. that, that was what I was originally going to do, but I changed my mind. Okay. Right. The kids... Uh, the kids hear what happened on the radio, just like on this song. <laughs> and, you know, they go through their whole spiel about, like, oh, no, he's not going to be here. Neither one of our parents are. They're both dead. And <laughs> just, just then the youngest one opens the door to their closet, and it leads them to the magical world, really snowy, you know, kind of matching the is Christmas theme. It yep, it's Narnia. Okay. They end up running into Mr. Tu- I think his name is Mr. Tums, Tums the yeah, father. Yeah, the yeah. The... From the one James by McAvoy. Yep, James McAvoy. You know, he explains to them that they're in Narnia, and they get introduced to Aslan the lion. <laughs> they're wild by everything in the world and everything in it, because who wanted their kids? And they figure if their parents are dead, maybe staying there wouldn't be half bad. Aslan then explains to them the backstory <laughs> around the White Witch and how she's trying to rule Narnia. And then Aslan says... Don't take any Turkish delight from her, he says. The last time a stupid kid did that, we were screwed, and I died. (laughs) Does he die? Yeah, but he comes back. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, you hear two people talking and blaring into the real world. It's the voices of their parents. They're searching for the kids, wondering where they were. Their parents weren't dead, but the kids were really starting to like Narnia, and they wanted to stay. Oh. Then Aslan Aslan
0: said, who's that?
1: (laughs) And then... The kids say, oh, that's just our parents to remind them. What were you saying about the White Witch? The oldest sister says, your parents are alive, Mr. Tum says. You can't stay here then. Wait, why? The kids say, well, Aslan said, when your parents were dead, we thought maybe you would be perfect. Because, you know, kids in fantasy stories always got to have some weight on their life. Like other kids, like the other kids that were here, they got displaced because of the Great War. See, that's a problem. Yeah. And then, Mr. Tump says, yeah, and Harry Potter was an orphan with a mean aunt and uncle. Exactly as unclaims. claims. And how many Disney movies have you seen where the main character didn't have trauma from a parent? None. guys true. (laughs) You guys are are just going to have to go home. We'll find a kid whose parents actually died on bus number five out of New Haven. Go home. (laughs) (laughs) I like the idea of the kids getting kicked out of Narnia for still having parents.
0: <laughs> no. Get out of them. <laughs> you don't have enough drama. You gotta go. <laughs> Cause I always have noticed that in like those fantasy stories,
1: there's always drama. Oh yeah, they're you know? they're always
0: orphans. They are.
1: You can't have parents, yeah. And then so oh, this is the this is my last one I actually think could be a good idea. So there's this movie mark, and this is not my last idea isn't really a crossover, it's more an idea inspired by an already existing movie. So, there's a movie called Heart and Souls. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's got Robert Downey Jr. and Elizabeth Shue in it. Mm-mm. So, the idea, I'll tell you the whole idea, because I, I think this movie's really underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the movie Heart and Souls it's, tells the story of a bus crash, ironically. That's kind of why I chose it. Mm-hmm. And everybody on the board of the bus, they die. Mm-hmm. And when they die, they get caught in this purgatory. And they're kind of bound to this kid, and he's the only one who can see him. Is that, that's in Heart and Souls? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And anyway, he's the only one that can see who they are, and they kind of become like his imaginary friends. You know, he talks to them and stuff. But eventually, he grows older, and he can't see him after a while. You know, he kind of loses his imagination. But these people are still following him, you know, as he grows into like adult Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. So they're all following him. They're the same age as they were when they died, you know. And we can see him as the audience, but he can't. So they're just—he's just kind of ignoring him, going about his life, you know. And um, anyway, one day, <clears throat> through some circumstances, he can see him again, and he finds out he has to help them all do something they didn't get to do before they died. Mm-hmm. Like one has to go meet with his uh, her son. Another has to sing the national anthem at this uh, big event because he was always too scared to. Mm-hmm. So he like. He, like, hops into Robert Downey Jr., Robert Downey Jr. goes out there. It's, like, one of my favorite scenes. He goes out there in front of all these people. He's never done anything like this before. And Elizabeth Shue's in the audience, you know, and they're starting to get to know each other. And he sings the National Anthem really well. And then he comes back, and he's, she's like, I have no idea you could sing like that. And it's just, it's stuff like that. It's a really sweet, heartwarming movie. Hmm. So my idea was the bus crash from the song happens, and then the dad who makes a home alive has to help all the people who died do something they never got to do before they died. You know, he kind of knew them all, and he rode the same bus with them every day. And I think there's always this something kind of interesting about these people we know in life who we see every day. We know them, but we don't know them at the same yeah. time, you know. We all have people like that based on, like, our schedules and stuff, you know, what we do. Um, we just kind of run into them by, by chance. And um, I also think the whole brush with death thing could be interesting because I think there's that idea of, like, oh, if I would have changed my day a little bit, I'd be dead, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think that'd be, like, a interesting way to take the movie. You could do
0: a Final Destination version of this, too. By
1: oh, I, I didn't think about that. That's <laughs> Just a good realized, idea, Mark. Yes, anyway. We did add a fourth vignette in. Why yeah, not? Throw it in there. Yep. Let's add, like, ten. Yeah. This that's, is going to be a long movie. Okay, <laughs> it I'm is. listening. But that, that was my idea, basically, and you basically would help them all get through something they didn't get to do. And, yeah, it... Yeah, I, I like was, it. Well, oh, thanks, Mark. Here's here's
0: a vignette I want to add. Yeah, bus number five is actually possessed, uh-huh. and it's driving around killing people during the Christmas season. So it's like maximum overdrive. As there well. you go. Yes,
1: I love that.
0: I love yours, and that totally gets greenlit oh, for thanks, me. Mark. I love it. <laughs> uh, that was so funny. That has been my favorite Christmas treat this year. Is that song. <laughs> I so,
1: appreciate it. Uh,
0: Second after, of course, my Jaws snow globe, which I'm going to leave probably up all year. Oh, I appreciate that. I love word. that. I'm so happy. <laughs> um, But yeah, I loved it. Thanks, Mark. I think that's great. Uh So, why don't you let them know real quick if they want
1: to follow us on Instagram? Yeah, can they follow us? We got an Instagram. It's Pitch Intense Pod, all one word. Lately, I've been trying to share like movie related things that I think we'd both be interested in as well. Like I shared like Kung Fu Panda and yeah, things. so. I'm trying to do more of that, and just to keep up with us in general. I, I don't have access. He didn't give
0: me access. I to need it. to give Mark. I don't know why. So I it. just I text. I'm okay. okay. I text. I just text him and be like, "Hey, put this diplomatic immunity thing on there." That Greg. was a good
1: one. I mean, Thank anytime you. you can say diplomatic immunity, you got to do
0: it. So yeah, give us a like, give us a follow. Mm-hmm. Um, we cannot please like and follow our Spotify or our podcast. Uh, you know, if you're enjoying it, uh, leave us a good review. Uh, and then like us on Instagram anybody who oh, follows yeah. us on Instagram we're going to make sure to give you a mini pitch we can't do it on the if you follow us on I wish we could but we can't tell who follows us but, yeah
1: unfortunately I won't let you see but.
0: but we do appreciate it so yeah make sure you give it make sure you push it for us if you push it on your friends we'll give you a mini pitch Yeah. and if you have a pitch yourself say hey I got an idea I could pitch a movie all you have to do is follow our Patreon, join our Patreon, and I'll let you pitch a movie. We'll read it live, on, or we'll leave it on, read it on the air for you. It's so good, so good, yeah. And then um, also on our, pa- I will tell the story of my weekend to Jacob, <laughs> which uh, we don't want on here. So mostly because of uh, content, because uh, that would not be good. But anyway, so if you want to hear that, make sure you like and follow our Patreon. But uh, anything before we go, make sure we get to the golden pitch. 50 million. We just need 50 million listeners uh, by March 1st. If we don't have them by then, I think we'll do it anyway for our one-year anniversary. So <laughs> well, Yay! But anyway, thank you so much for liking and listening. We really appreciate
1: it. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Happy Bye. holidays. Yep, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Bye, everybody.